Welcome, Thunderbird Nation, to a special episode, episode five. It is homecoming week for the Coaches Show, Thunderbird Coaches Show. We're uh, excited to be here. We've got uh, Coach Delane Fitzgerald and our special guest, Josh Dunn. Excited to have you here, man. Thank you. Let's just jump right in, Coach. We traveled to Western Illinois. Was that the first time, or, or not the first time, but was that the first time in a while that you uh, took that long-haul charter trip, took all the guys, hopped on the plane, and headed uh, <laughs> halfway across the country to go play some football? And yeah. tell me your experience about it. Haven't been on a charter in okay, close to 20 years now. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an old hat, but that is my third trip to Macomb, Illinois. Not not an easy trip, not an easy place to get into, not an easy place to win. A hard environment to, to get up for and to get a victory. We're, we're pretty excited about getting out of there successfully. Yeah. So going in, you guys were, looks like you were nine-point underdogs. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, maybe they just don't know you yet. Maybe they, you know, they, they uh, the, the odds makers are still trying to figure this out. Not that we're talking about gambling or anything, but it's not really disrespect maybe it's just a, a an unknown but did that give you any motivation looking at that saying hey wait a minute you know we are we're plus nine here we need- vegas vegas is helping us with the mo- motivational aspect <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm saying they exactly they don't, they, don't, they don't respect us yet not yet it's respect is earned and it looks like we're on the path to earning that respect so one other thing i like a guy josh i'm sure you do that keeps his word someone that keeps his promises in the uh, uh, press conference that Delane Fitzgerald came to town and he looked his players in the eyes and he promised we will never be 1-10 again. Three games in, you kept your promise, Coach. Tell us a little bit about how excited you are uh, with this group going forward. You got uh, three games, you got two victories. I mean, it's, it's a great way to start out the season. There's really no bones about it. Yeah, in my introductory press conference, you know, I let that slip. And probably... <laughs> Because I get reminded of it every single week, it's probably something I regret these days. Yeah, we're 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 not going to be we're we're not going to be a one in ten football program. But John, two and nine stinks too. So yeah. let's let's try to avoid that one. Yeah, we're not throwing confetti yet, but no. it's it's just it is a nice start and. It is nice to see that we've got uh, well, we've got as many wins as I'm, I'm we've glad, had the last I'm two glad, years. Yeah, like the like the rest of everybody that yeah. watched that press conference. I'm glad you remembered it. <laughs> So let's just recap a little bit uh, about the game. So we've talked about travel, and it was it was it was tricky to get in there. Little bus ride after the plane ride. I mean, it was definitely uh, tricky to get to. But talk to us about what you saw in the uh, in the game. The defense played well. Just give us the scoop on how you saw it, Coach. Getting to Macomb, Illinois, you feel like that they're filming the sequel of Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> so you got you got to get from here to the airport, and then you got to get from our airport to the closest airport to Macomb, which is two plus hours away. And then you got to take the bus in. You got to pull over on the side of the road and wait for the bus drivers to get their act together. <laughs> and, and and then then you're into Macomb. And and then when we get there, it's sixty five percent humidity, which we Ooh. never see around here. That's right. Yeah. So so you're sweating before you ever start doing anything. Anyway, rough environment. I've said that before on our play. We came out and we were playing well in the first quarter. Our offense left a touchdown or two on the field that we should have gotten. We turned around and left another touchdown on the field in the second quarter. The score at halftime should have been 21-3, to and instead it was 10-3. to We come out in the second half. Through all this, through all this, our defense is playing well, and our defense is – 
Not so much playing well. Our defense is playing really hard, and they're playing together, and they're playing for each other. But we come out in the third quarter, and we're not good on offense in the third quarter, and our defense continues to play well. In the fourth quarter, we weren't a lot better. We, John, we've got things to fix on the offensive side of the ball, and, and talent's not the issue because we've got a lot of talented young men there that we've got to get to come together and play together on the offensive side of the ball. But our defense stuck together. Um, we give up a drive. We go drive late in the fourth quarter, and our defense is kind of starting to wear down, and, and the heat and humidity are getting to them a little bit. And, and we wear down a little bit and give up a couple of big plays, that third down plays that we shouldn't have. But we give up a touchdown. Yeah. Tied up 10-10. to 10. They kick the football back to us with 50-some seconds on the clock. Second play of the drive, 73 yards. Touchdown. Quick strike, baby. Big play. Big play. <laughs> yeah, so, that's right. Big play. <laughs> and, and on the offensive side of the football, Isaiah Wooden was one of our more consistent, better players throughout the game. And I think Isaiah had 120-some yards yeah. receiving, and then he turned around and had 30 or 40 yards rushing in the game, but did a nice job for us. John, we, we got to get him here on the show. Great, hey, yeah, for, hey, sure. for a, sure. A really good football player, but, but a better person. Yeah. So he's a good young man, and I've said this before. So my, me and my family really enjoy him and his wife and enjoy being around him. On the offensive notes I have, I was just wondering, does it take – I mean, you guys are you guys are all really new to the – not to this, but to, uh, we've got a new coaching staff, 60 new players. I mean, obviously it takes a little while for that to gel. Does it seem like defense reacts and can gel a little quicker than offense, where the offensive – playbook is is so deliberate and the pieces just have a little more timing going on on the offensive side have you found that it takes a couple more games for offense to catch up to defense in that in a brand new scheme the problem is we weren't saying that two weeks ago you know we score 40 some points in the first game nobody's talking about gelling nobody's talking about cohesiveness and all that are, are there some meticulous parts of an offense that have to come together sure um we've had long enough We've been here together long enough, and we've done enough stuff. And we had them here for eight weeks during the summer, and they worked really, really hard. And then we had camp, and then we're in week four of the season in our actual games after going through a month of camp. We've had long enough. So we we, we must – hey, the game plan has to be better, and we need to execute better. Okay. Are there any – I know you don't like talking X's and O's, but like red zone efficiency, there was a couple – I mean, we we had a couple trips in there where even it was first in like a foot, you know, like – how as a head coach, does it trickle down into the OC, down into the offensive coaches? How does that get better? What's the process? Not the, not the particulars, but the process. How, do, how does it go from we're close to we pushed it over the line? We're, we're close now. Yeah. yeah, so that's the right word. We're, we're close now to pushing it over the line. I think our, our coaching staff works hard. Um, they're, they're, it's a bright group on the offensive side of the ball for us, and, and I think they're doing a nice job. Uh, that, that first and goal, red zone, fourth and one foot, those things, it's a personality. It's a personality. It's an attitude. And, and it's, a, it, yeah, it's, it's coaching staff, but it, it's a lot of players. A little nastiness yeah, to, get those, to, yeah. to get those inches. Can, can, can you be salty when you need yeah. to be? Can you be gritty? Yeah. Yeah. Can we have some perseverance? Okay. A couple questions I had from fans. Mainly, there, there were two specific questions. And I think it's fair to bring it up. We Fans can, for me or something Josh can answer? We're going to talk specifically to you first. Okay. <laughs> and then we're going to get with Josh and okay. get his take here. The two main questions I have from fans and listeners were just the call to go for it there on fourth and one. You're on their 20. A field goal puts us up two scores. Just take us through, A, 
the anatomy, how, how does that decision, who makes it, how is it made? Uh, are there certain like, oh, if and then, like if you're on the 20 and the kicker's, you know, like a 30-yard guy, then you just go for it. I mean, do you have, just step us through how that was uh, picked out. And obviously we didn't, we didn't make it. Had we made it, we wouldn't even be talking about it. But, but I just want to know from the coach's background perspective, what goes into a decision like that? We're talking about the fourth down in the fourth quarter, the yes, fourth sir. and a foot. Correct. Instead of kicking yeah. that field goal. John, let's put it in layman's terms, okay? I'm not going to ride on an airplane for three hours and then sleep in a hotel that I'm uncomfortable with and then ride on a bus for another two and a half hours and stand there drenched in sweat to kick field goals in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Hey, if it costs us a game, it costs us a game, but I, that's not who I am. And, and, and I do. Analytics do play a, a role yeah. in our decision-making. Analytics are never going to define me or define our coaching staff. I, I believe in the kids. I believe in the kids, and I believe that we can convert fourth down in one foot so and and now 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 we know there's things to be worked on and we're working on short yardage goal line packages yeah i didn't i didn't go through all that mess this weekend to kick field goals i think that's an adequate answer we like our specialists. it's a true answer we, we, we like our specialists long snappers holders sure, kickers, yeah, yeah. punters we like our specialists i think they're good players and even better young men we like them yeah but I, hey they can stand there beside me on the sidelines in the game. <laughs> and, and really this is just a glimpse into how you see the game right i mean you are attack 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 and uh you feel like you got confidence in the guys they can gain a foot. championship football teams convert that play that's right that's right thanks for giving us that insight the other question i think we already covered was that red zone offense and obviously you've, you've spoken to it already so we don't really need to go back into that but i, I have noticed being around the team a little bit Team chemistry from eight weeks ago till now has changed, and it's changed in a positive and good way. So maybe, Josh, you can ring in here. Tell us, what are some things that you've seen? What are some things that you've done that have improved that team chemistry, especially on the defensive side of the ball? Well, on the defensive side of the ball, just like going through situations like where you have to come together and push through, that builds chemistry. And from when we first got here to now, just like getting to know each other more, how we play, our styles, um, personalities, and stuff like that. I feel like that helped us come together more. So it sounds like like the more reps you get together, the more you understand how a certain person plays. Yeah. Therefore, you kind of know where he's going to be on the field in certain situations. Yeah. Cover each other. I like that. With that, Coach, why don't you introduce your guest that you brought? You're already talking to him. Well, I know, <laughs> I know, but but I just like to hear the love. From a coach to a to a great player like Josh, I, just give us an idea of what the, you think love, about him. The love. Jo- Josh is very, very understanding of the fact that my love for him is based on his distance from him to the ball carrier at the end of the play. And the closer he is, the closer he is to the football at the end of the play, the more I love him. <laughs> hey, lately you've been loving him a lot then. Lo- loving him a lot, yeah. Jo- Josh is our leading tackler through three games. Josh is a sophomore, Sam Backer. We converted him from strong safety to Sam Backer, which in college football these days is the exact same position. Um, and he has done a great job for us as Sam Backer. What we're really excited about with Josh is, and, and uh, Josh is a sophomore that came with us from Delaware and is doing a nice job. But what we're excited about with the transition is, is Josh is still learning the Sam Backer position some, and he should get better each week this fall. Yeah. I mean, we've seen, I've, I've seen improvement from practice, right? I've been watching really since you guys started kicking it off and throwing it around. And uh, yeah, there's a noticeable upside coming 
for Josh Dunn. Like you said, he's the leading tackler on the game last uh, for the he's been season. Our lead, he's been yeah. our leading tackler yeah. each week. He had four solo tackles, four assists for eight total tackles against Western Illinois. He also had a pass breakup, according to the stats. Is that I mean, these stats are are a little suspect, but I just he I, I believe he did have a, a pass breakup. That's correct. And did you have an interception? Yeah, at the end of the game. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, to ice it off. Yeah. He was really close to the ball. It was in his hands. <laughs> I don't remember that play. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so Josh, uh, you're coming from Delaware, a uh, little different environment. Sure. Let's go through a few questions to get to know Josh Dunn. First, tell us what you're majoring in. I'm a double major in health science and business. Like school's not hard enough, you need two majors? <laughs> nah, I just want to have a lot of a lot of options. That's, that's a smart guy right there. In those majors, what's your favorite subject? What draws you in? What do you really uh, enjoy learning about? Well, really health science, just like learning stuff that does with the body, being an athlete, you know, what like goes in to and what comes out of putting everything into your body. All that effort and then nutrition, I'm sure, exercise, et cetera, just how to be peak performance, like it. Yes, sir. What's your favorite sport other than football? You're an athlete. I, I mean... You you stand next to Josh and it says he's six one, but I don't know if they measured him in a hole. But he looks like he's six two, six three to me. Six, I'll say six two. I don't know where the six one came from. Yeah. But yeah. So, but uh, you know, impressive, impressive young man. I'm sure you like other sports. What's your other sport other than football that you enjoy? Probably basketball. Okay. Yeah. You ball, like. Do you ball a little bit, like in between <laughs> seasons, or I mean, I pick up here and there. He's from Delaware. They, <laughs> hey, they don't play basketball. <laughs> no, we got we got some hoopers. We got a guy in the league, but for me. I mean, I play. When was the last like, time you heard somebody say from a whole state? A whole we state, one, yeah. We got one in the league. We got a guy in the league. I will say, though, Delaware is probably like the size of Iron County as far as size-wise. Two, two Iron Counties. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. there you go. So Iron in Washington County size. At, at, at one point in Delaware, it's like 50 miles wide. But So you enjoy watching and playing a little bit? Yes, sir. Okay, yep. cool. What's your favorite team? I don't really have a favorite team. NBA, I just, the I, NBA hasn't been to Delaware lately, so <laughs> yeah. And I don't really watch the Sixers. I'm just I'm more of like a Kyrie Irving fan. Wherever okay. he goes, I go. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, he, he you got a lot of teams that you like. Then we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you actually showing up for the games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he does have a smooth handle though. He's really he's really yeah. uh, impressive young man as far as on the, his skills on the basketball court. We'll leave it at that. Getting to know Josh Dunn, what is your favorite? What's your track? What's your favorite music that gets you hype favorite before music. a game? Yeah, I mean before a game, I really don't need to get hype. So I listen. Oh. To, I listen to a lot of like old R and B. Okay, yeah. like I listen to a lot of Sade. Okay, yeah, just real slow music, keep me calm, just calm my emotions. Cause you don't want to get too hype before a game. No, that's true. Don't you seem like high. a pretty high-strung yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to get too high, too low. So just something to keep me calm. I like this. This is just like some Zen stuff, I right? I did not here. expect Sade. Sade. <laughs> I like some Sade, but I didn't. I didn't expect yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look, you heard it here at the coaches show. Sade is coming, making a comeback. <laughs> I like it. Josh, what's your favorite meal? Favorite meal? Yeah. What's your go-to? Probably a burger. I like burger and fries. Okay. Yep. Well, you're never going to be disappointed. There's burgers and fries everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a dog guy or a cat person? A dog guy, but I like cats too. Okay. We have at, at my house. We had we used to have two cats and a dog. Okay. So I, I've been growing up around both. You just like animals. Yeah, I'm an animal person. What's your favorite thing about Cedar City or your favorite place or experience that you that you've had here? 
Well, I haven't really been around much. I'm not going to lie. I haven't really been out a lot. So. You've been focusing on football? Yeah, like through camp and Roommates. summer. It's just been really just locked in. But the uh, best place I've been to so far is probably Oasis, that little uh, yeah. lake place. I have sure. fun there. Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah. Coming from Delaware, what's the biggest change? Like, I mean, this is, we were, we were talking before the show here, it's kind of like a different planet. Yeah, it's not. Going that, from yeah. where you grew up to the high desert mountains of Cedar City, explain to the viewer, like, some of that transition and and, uh, and just give us an idea of that change. Well, the first thing <clears throat> that hit me was the elevation. So the first day I got here, the next day we had uh, conditioning yeah. on the field. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it hits different when you're at 5,800 feet. I was out there dying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much the first thing I noticed. The mountains, how dry it is out here, mm-hmm. a lot of dirt. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much okay. the first thing. Cool. Stuck out. Uh, what do you miss about home? Or, or, or what is what what about home do you uh you know are you gonna be excited to get back to when you get back there really it's the food I'm not gonna say we have crazy food back home but we have spots that I go to all the you time got, yeah you're you're old yeah. like My you're used spots, to yeah like Wawa which I'm not gonna say is crazy food but they got everything there so it's kind of like a gas station but they have like a wide variety of food to get uh I'm a Popeyes guy like Popeyes. Okay. And, they do uh, have a Popeyes in St. George, so oh, uh, do they? Yeah, we we'll have to go hit uh, that yeah. sometime. I like the chicken sandwich yep. and Waffle House. Those are like my three main places to go to. I like this. He asked here. you what you miss most about yeah. home, and you named all five things and never said your mama one time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, right. I that's miss a my given. Head. I'm gonna tell <laughs> you right now. You're probably, you're probably in trouble with she. No, she is now. She's gonna She's say something. She's gonna smack you. Hey, you just hurt your mom and dad's feelings. Hey, mom and dad, I miss y'all. You know I'm what? talking about Josh's no, mom and, that's right. and mine. Yeah. yeah I do sure love that. the number one thing that you miss about home is a convenience store where you can get gas, burgers. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Wawa is keep holding it down, I guess. They're, yeah. they're the spot. Always. Okay. That's great for great food. Wawa and Royal Farms. Yep. Yeah. Royal Farms, Royal Farms chicken. chicken. Oh, <laughs> he said it the same yep. time. Okay. Yeah, Royal Farms chicken. I'm going to have to look crazy. into some franchise opportunities out here <laughs> in, in the mountains. We'll go crazy. Cool. Talk to us a little bit about your family. Are you an only child? You got brothers and sisters? No, I have an older brother okay. and two parents uh-huh. both together in the same house. So we all like. Are you going to talk about mom and dad yeah, now? Yeah, so no. He's trying to cover. Coach, no. He's Coach, trying to cover. Shake back. I'm You're trying trying. to get him right now. I'm letting him come yeah, back. Mom's going to be happy. That's a too late, man. His allowance is already cut off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, son, we see if you miss this money. Did your, uh, did your brother play football? Nah, he played baseball and basketball for okay. a little bit, but he was more like into the books sure so he, he has really good grades real awesome. smart awesome yeah coach was mentioning that you have transitioned from like the the safety position into that sandbacker what's the thing you like about it the most and what's the thing that you're just like oh man well the first thing i like about backer i'm closer to the ball so i could just come down fly to the ball come downhill uh i feel like it's a lot easier to read so i can move quicker and the guys I'm with too, we all have like that same dog mentality. Just yeah. See ball, get ball. See so, ball, yeah. get ball. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Talking about your teammates, spotlight a couple that uh, you enjoy playing with. Man, it's a whole bunch. Uh, Zach Strand, of course, coming from Frostburg. All my backers, I love them guys. Uh, even the safeties like Roderick Ward, Trey Kane, the corners, corner group. Those, those are all my guys. Pretty much everyone, for real, but 
the names I said specifically, those are my guys. So you mentioned Zach Strand. Yep. Coach, we got a stat that you texted me earlier. This is an interesting stat. Zach Strand became the first player in NCAA football history. That's a long storied history to have a sack at the D3, D2, and D1 levels. Yep. So shout out to our guy, yeah, Zach Strand. He's a dog. What a cool uh, just situation that he finds himself, being able to play in all three divisions of football and then excel at all three divisions of football. That's that's awesome. So He's conference player of the week this week. So he's now been a conference player of the week in three different conferences at three different levels. Yeah, Good, wow. good for him. Unbelievable. Good for him. He is a testament <clears throat> yeah. to what happens if you play hard on every play. You know, I will say this about Zach um, in the last game. He was so excited to play that he did have a couple jumps from that D-line. Oh, yeah. yeah, a little offsides here and there. It didn't have anything to do with Saturday. We were back east a couple years ago, and he got all, he was lined up six inches offsides and got an offsides call. <laughs> and the next play, he lines up nine inches offsides. <laughs> I said, hey, my man, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> wrong direction. Offsides means back up, not go forward. I was just keeping him humble. He's, a, he's, a, he's an absolute wrecking ball. We love, love that he's on our team. That's Josh Dunn, ladies and gentlemen, getting to know him. Any final words, Josh? Anything that T-Bird Nation needs to know about you or that you'd like them to know? Uh, nah, just stay tuned to the season. As a team, we're only going to keep getting better. Yeah. And shout out to the backer core and Coach Mack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Coach, we're going to go ahead now, uh, change the gears. He shouts out to the backer core and Coach McClure, but he left his mama out. <laughs> I feel like that was a given. Boy, I'd love, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna, you know what? Next time you're on the show, I'm going to prep you, and I'm going to say, say shout out to your mama at least three times so he'll stay off your back. <laughs> he'd, just pull, he'd pull old Bobby Boucher. <laughs> I love my mama. I love my mama. Let's preview Utah Tech, change some gears here. Uh, it's homecoming week, lots of activities going on. There's a certain maybe extra attention. We're not going to call you know uh, a rivalry or anything, there's, but there's definitely some more attention, both from the media and from the local constituents uh, that are excited, right? There's been a, a long, passionate opportunity for these teams and for these towns to be directly opposed to one another. So, Coach... You've got some more attention on this game than maybe some others. How do you keep the guys focused going into Saturday's uh, homecoming? The the Cedar versus Dixie deal runs deep, mm-hmm. runs deep, and has been going on for over a hundred years here. And um, yeah, good good for those people that they're all lathered up about this. Homecoming worries me more than our opponent. Homecoming is a, it's a great event and everybody gets excited and people get to come back and and all that other stuff that our players and coaches don't partake in, but but what happens as a coach is you worry, you you worry about the young men getting distracted with what's going on pep rally on Thursday night and whatever rally on Friday night and parade on Saturday morning, which seems to be a big deal in this in this town. You worry about the distractions getting the players to lose focus on what is exactly important. And here, the, the prize, they need to keep their eye on the prize, and the prize is us. It's our players getting 1% better each day, and our position groups getting 1% better each day, and our football program getting 1% better. Yeah. Maybe we need to play a little Sade, keep the guys <laughs> focused, keep them locked in, keep them even-keeled as uh, the excitement of the uh, moment is oncoming. But – yeah, I, I think as a player, Josh, maybe you can speak to this. 
there's been opportunities where you've played a, a big game, right? And it's exciting, right? There's maybe a little more energy surrounding it. But as a player, in a player's perspective, how do you keep it? You seem like a guy that just keeps it in the middle anyway, but how do you help your teammates stay focused on the on the task at hand? Just really just staying focused on the task, not really getting too, like I say it again, like not getting too high or getting yeah. too low. So, you know, the hype could bring you up. Yeah. So just don't really listen to all the hype. Just stay focused on what you got to do yeah. and what's upcoming. And okay. That's how you pretty much stay. Wise words, wise stay words. In the middle. So let's just preview the opponent really quick. We're not going to go to X's and O's, but they are kind of a high-risk, high-reward kind of uh, offense. They got a quarterback that can wing it around a little bit. How do we match up as far as it looks like we've got a lot of takeaways in the first three games? And how do we match up? And then also how important are points off turnovers going to be in this game? Yeah, the teams match up well. We, we, we match up well. They're, our philosophy is the exact same. No, um, but but like player to player and offense versus defense, we match up pretty well. Right, we're very evenly matched programs. Uh, they're running the run and shoot, which was invented late 80s, early 90s by Mouse Davis. And they're running Mouse Davis's offense very, very well. Colby Tracy, I think I'm saying that right, out of Idaho is their quarterback and doing a really, really nice job. Um, they've got a core of receivers that I really like, uh, led by the, the number 12, number 12, the slot receiver, and he does a nice job. And he's an FBS kid that's transferred down. Okay. Bobby Joe Herbert's son that used to be the starting quarterback at Billy Joe Herbert it was starting quarterback at Washington. It's his son. He does a young man's football player. He's a good football player and enjoy watching him play on film. They flip it over on defense, and they, they do a nice job on defense. And got a couple linebackers that are good players yeah. and DBs that are good players. And I like the way their defensive line handles their business. But number three at the linebacker position is a special player. And then number one running around at safety for them plays really, really hard. But like enjoy watching them on film. That they're well coached, they play hard. Got a lot of respect for them. Okay, I'm excited personally. I know you know we don't really talk about rivalries here, but there's there's just a just an extra motivation, I guess, from the fan base to see this game. We're all pulling for you. They're they're saying record attendance. Yeah. So and considering they've been playing football here for over a hundred years, and and they're going to break the school's attendance record on Saturday. Yeah. 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 We, we we know as, as players and coaches, we know what's up. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I mean, I called this morning to get two tickets. Guess how many tickets were left? Two. I two believe. tickets left. I believe. It. And it's Monday. Before, I mean, that's for us, that's not a normal <laughs> now, thing. Hey, hey, now, at some point in this week, Greed will take over and they're going to produce another thousand tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what seat am I buying? You're not. You're standing. You're standing. <laughs> standing yeah. room only. Enjoy. Enjoy the view. Without really going into the rivalry, it's just a, it's a really cool opportunity to have a college that's uh, just geographically so close and just having an opportunity to, to see him twice this year kind of just heightens everything also because, you know, if, if one team doesn't win, then there's a revenge game. I mean, it's 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 kind of a, a movie script as far as I'm concerned, and I'm looking at it from a different perspective. If, if one guys. team doesn't win. Is there a chance that both of us win? Well, I mean, if one team doesn't win. When, yeah. when the first team that Somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. <laughs> that was a pretty bad pretty bad statement if – uh, yeah, when when the person that loses, there's an opportunity to play him again in, in, a, in a month and a bit. So that's exciting. Coach, do you have any final words for Thunderbird Nation as uh, you go into this weekend's homecoming game? Show up. Show up uh, to our student section. Show up. Be as loud as you can possibly be. Hey, 
quiet as a church mouse when we're on offense, and when they're on offense, it should be a ruckus. And then when thir- a third and fourth down, we hit third and fourth down, our volume in our stadium should go up three, four, five decimal levels. Take it up. Take it yeah. up a notch. Yeah. yeah make, make, make it uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable. We would appreciate all the community and student support. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of community and fans, just to wrap up on my side, I just need to thank a few people. Thanks, thank some viewers out there constantly uh, giving support. And I've been able to meet, again, we talked about it last week, but I was able to meet people from all across the country that have either uh, sons playing on the team or some type of relationship. Uh, it's been awesome. They've been coming up to me and telling me about Coach's show and how nice it is, Coach, that you give your time, that you give your expertise, you give your comedic stand-up wit, and they, they enjoy it. Whoever said that you're a middle-aged, uh, boring guy, I think he's off the mark or she's off the mark. People are really enjoying you as a coach and as a member of the community, so we want to thank you, Coach, and, and thank our viewers. The best way we can get this show to more people is, is if you share this on social media and your social media platforms, tag some people that might be interested. But really, thanks thanks to the, the listenership and the viewership. It's been a great opportunity, and I really enjoy it. Uh, being here, talking to, to great student-athletes and our coaches is, is just a blessing for me. So I'm going to go ahead and also give a huge shout-out and a thanks to our sponsor, Warehouse Bar and Kitchen wants to remind all SUU students about their homecoming events this week. Local band 80s will be playing Friday night, followed by a huge homecoming dance party with DJ Vexify Saturday night. Students 21 and older getting free with their SUU ID card. That's 21 and up, ladies and gentlemen. So we appreciate uh, the warehouse, bar, and kitchen, and just want to thank them specifically for their support of the Thunderbird Coaches Show. Since they've been sponsoring, John, I've been going over there for lunch once or twice a week. It's a lot better than I thought. I hear the wings are they, awesome. The wings are great. Also, the the bacon cheeseburger sliders. Yeah. And you like burgers. The, the sliders there are, are pretty good. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thanks again to the Warehouse uh, Bar and Kitchen. Look for Josh Dunn and Coach Delane Fitzgerald. I'm John Smith. We'll sign it off. Thank you.